At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg, and it's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Week 14 in the NFL kicks off tonight with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. We'll get into that game and the props as well coming up a little bit later on. Let's recap what went down on Wednesday in the NBA. The Cleveland Cavaliers winning and covering as a favorite over Chicago. Chicago shorthanded, no DeMar DeRozan. 115-92 was the final in that one. The Sixers won but did not cover against Charlotte, 110-106. Washington won but did not cover against Detroit. That game went into overtime. The Pacers won and covered as a five-point favorite at home against the Knicks. The Heat won as an underdog, a a six-and-a-half-point underdog. They win outright against the Milwaukee Bucks, 113-104. OKC winning outright as a a seven-and-a-half-point dog, beating Toronto, 110-109. Dallas wins as a a one-and-a-half-point underdog in Memphis, 104-96. Utah won and covered a six-and-a-half-point line in Minnesota, 136-104. Denver won and covered a two-point line at New Orleans in overtime, 120-114. The Rockets won outright as a a three-and-a-half-point dog at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Golden State won, but they did not cover the 15-point spread against Portland, winning by 10, 104-94. Then it was Sacramento winning and covering in a big way, 142-130 to 130 over Orlando. They were seven-and-a-half-point favorites. And then the Clippers won and covered a small spread, one-and-a-half against Boston, 114-111, the final score there. And now you're looking at, let's say, the Warriors here and Steph Curry's chase for the all-time three-pointer record. He is nine back of Ray Allen after he made six three-pointers in the Warriors game against the Blazers, but he tried to get more. Steph Curry shot 19 three-pointers in this game, or excuse me, 17 three-pointers in this game, six of 17 from three-point range. He shot a career high, I believe it was 12, in the first half of this game. The Warriors will now have a couple of days off before playing on uh, Saturday, At the 76ers, in that game, 
I would expect Steph to break this record. Uh, it could mean a lot for him to have his brother there and maybe his family watching this game. You know, his brother plays for the Sixers, so it's a family affair. Maybe uh, the whole family comes out and watches the Sixers play at home against the Warriors with an opportunity for Steph to get the record. Possibly. That's what I think could happen. And I think that he gets it. Look, he shot, what I say, 17 three-pointers and made six of them. He needs to make 10 to break the record. And that's asking for a lot. Um, The most threes in a game for Steph Curry was 13 against the Pelicans. Uh, He also has games where he has featured 12 three-pointers. So getting over 10 is not a hard thing for him to do. Uh, Clay Thompson had 14, and that's the record. Clay Thompson hit 14 three-pointers on October 29th, 2018 against the Bulls. Curry has had a 13 three-pointer game and a 12 three-pointer game. So he needs 10 to break the record. I think he'll get 10. Maybe exactly 10, but he's going to shoot for it. So when that game happens on Saturday, Warriors at the Sixers, I would play the over on Steph Curry's point props and the over on his three-pointer prop, which is probably going to be less than 10 because I think he will get to 10. Uh, I think he's going to want to do it against uh, his brother, and um, he's going to want to get this thing done. And looking at their schedule, they're on a long road trip now. So it's this was his last chance to do it at home. Obviously, he didn't. He only hit six. He would have needed to hit 16. That would have been crazy. But uh, with no opportunity to do it, you know, at home, no better place to do it than in Philadelphia with possibly your family there playing against your brother. You know, in Indiana, it's not going to mean as much. Maybe against the Knicks, Madison Square Garden on TNT. That would certainly be good. You definitely don't want to do it against Indiana, though, a game that's going to be on NBA TV and no one's going to care about on Monday. Everyone's going to be watching Monday Night Football. No one's going to care about that game. In fact... Here's a crazy idea, and it could happen. I'm not saying it will, but this is the thing that go. These are the things that go on in my mind. If Steph Curry does not get this record on Saturday, a game that's nationally televised on ABC against Philadelphia, if he does not get it. I would not be surprised if he sits out and does not play on Monday against the Pacers. So that on Tuesday, in a nationally televised game on TNT against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden with all the celebrities in attendance, he breaks the record then. That's what I think could happen. And the excuse will be, well, the Pacers game is the first of a back-to-back, so we're going to rest Steph here because we're going to play him in the second night of the back-to-back. But the real reason is we're going to break the record on national television in Madison Square Garden. That's what we're going to do. That's if he doesn't get it against the Sixers on Saturday, also a game nationally televised. That's what I think is going to happen with Steph Curry. And this three-point record. Just a small three-game slate in the NBA on Thursday. 
Not much action, but let's take a look at the lines if we have any. Uh, right now, only line out for just one of the games. The Lakers are a three-point favorite on the road in Memphis against the Grizzlies. You have the Sixers at home against the Jazz and the Nuggets on the road at the Spurs. So no lines out for those two games as of yet. On your NHL scoreboard, let's pull up the NHL uh, scoreboard here and find out exactly who covered and who did not. You had um, on Wednesday the Devils won and covered as a favorite. The Avalanche won and covered as a favorite. Vancouver won as an underdog, and Vegas won as a favorite. The game went over between Colorado and the Rangers and over between Vegas and Dallas. The other two games went under the total. So that was just a short four-game slate on Wednesday. On Thursday, there is many, many more games. Here's what we have on the NHL schedule. Toronto at home is a minus-135 favorite against the Lightning. The Blackhawks, a minus-125 favorite on the road in Montreal. Anaheim is a small favorite on the road in Columbus against the Blue Jackets. The Islanders, coming off their their first win in forever, snapping an 11-game losing streak, they are a small favorite at home against the Predators. St. Louis is a minus-170 favorite against the Red Wings. Calgary, minus-125 at home against the Hurricanes. Edmonton, minus-125 at home against the Bruins. Winnipeg, a short favorite at home, or on the road, excuse me, at Seattle. Dallas, minus 135 at the Kings. Minnesota, minus 145 at the Sharks. Upon first glance, I immediately am drawn to the teams playing on the second night of a back-to-back. So the Stars, who were in Vegas and just played a game in which, what, they were up 3-1, to and then they lost 5-4. to It was 4-2. to they were winning, and then they allowed three consecutive goals in the third period to the Golden Knights. That was an intense game. Uh, they're going to have to pick themselves up against the Kings there in L.A. I think they can do so. Uh, the other game is the Bruins. The Bruins losing in a shootout and now have to play at Edmonton. I kind of like the Oilers bouncing back from a loss on Monday against the Bruins here. The Bruins playing the second out of a back-to-back. And then that Islander game is really interesting to me. The Islanders have been terrible this season. As I mentioned, they lost 11 straight games. But in their last game, and I tweeted this out, sometimes a line will just speak to you. And in their last game against Ottawa, you had the Islanders coming off 11 straight losses on the road against the Senators, who were coming off three straight wins. Yet the Islanders were favored in that game. I bet on the Islanders, they won 5-3. Islanders are now favored over a much better team in Nashville. I think the Islanders win this game. I think the line is telling us something. So I'll, I'll back the Islanders again. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll get back into football coming up next right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN. Don't forget, you can follow us all on Twitter at VSIN Live and at VSIN.com. Find out all the ways you can watch and listen to us here on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VCND Sports Betting Network. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll hear from our very own Brent Musburger and his take on the college football playoff championship game. Uh, and if you take a look at the college football playoff right now, uh, if you look at the history of the college football playoff, there have been 14 semifinal games in the college football playoff, and only three of them have been decided by one possession. In the very first year, the Sugar Bowl was a seven-point game between Ohio State and Alabama. In 2017-2018, the Rose Bowl went into double overtime. Georgia beat Oklahoma by six. And in the 2020, no, yeah, 2019-2020 Fiesta Bowl, Clemson beat Ohio State by six. Every other game in the college football playoff has been decided by more than one possession. These games have not been close. And in fact, if you include the national championship game, so that would be 21 games, right? There have been, like I said, three semifinal games decided by one possession. We have had one, two, Three, just three national championship games decided by one possession. So a little bit of a different sample size because it's three out of seven. But if you combine it, we're talking six out of 21. A lot of these games have not been close. And so you look at a spread Alabama-Cincinnati and you think, hey, well, that's too high of a spread. Is it? Cincinnati, I was a doubter of them a lot this season. I bet against them a few times. But I'll be honest, they impressed me with their win over Houston in the AAC championship game. And if that game's not at Nippert Stadium, I don't know if it ends up any differently. But those two teams went back and forth. This was a 14-13 game at the half. Cincinnati scores, and then Houston turns the football over. Cincinnati scores again. At that point, the game's over. They impressed me. But are they good enough to compete with Alabama in this playoff game? Or are they last year's Notre Dame? Are they last year's Notre Dame? What I mean by that is, you know, good team. Good team. Playoff team. They get into the playoff. They face off against Alabama. And they get blown out. 
This was a 10-2 team that lost to Clemson in the ACC championship game. Remember, they joined the ACC for the COVID year. And both both Clemson and Alabama, uh, Clemson and, uh, excuse me, Notre Dame got into the playoff. Ohio State took care of Clemson. Alabama took care of Notre Dame. Is... Cincinnati this year's Notre Dame. Do they get blown out by Alabama? And I think the answer is yes. Like, I think that there's only two ways this game ends up. Cincinnati either upsets Alabama outright or Alabama wins by more than two touchdowns. Like, I don't think Alabama wins this game by a touchdown. I don't think Alabama wins this game by a field goal. I think if Alabama wins this game, they're blowing them out. And if they don't blow them out, they're going to lose the game. And then in the other semifinal, I think that Georgia is the better team. But there's going to be a lot of recency bias that's going to affect this spread. There's a reason why they're favored. I think there's going to be money coming in on Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame, excuse me, on Michigan. Now, Michigan... Not getting it just yet, but I think because the public hasn't hit this yet. Because the public's not going to bet this game now. They're going to bet this game when we get closer. We're 20 somewhat days away. The public will eventually hit this game. And Michigan is a heavily public-backed team. Combine that with the recency bias of Michigan blowing out Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. And Georgia losing as a similar favorite, six-and-a-half-point favorite to Alabama, losing outright. And I think that you will get people betting on Michigan as we get closer to New Year's Eve. The line will drop, and then it's time to buy in on Georgia. But what about the championship game? Our very own Brent Musburger on with Stormy on My Guys in the Desert talked about some potential point spreads. Bon and Tony, you're watching my guys in the desert, and we're going to play a little bookmaker Brent college football national championship style because we already know who's in the top four. Who's playing in these semis? So got Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincy. But if it was a championship game, what would the odds be, Brent, between Alabama and Michigan, and why? Well, Michigan's an eight-point dog against Georgia, okay, so that would be a substantial upset with Alabama. 13-point favorite over Cincinnati. I would have to start that game at minus 8 or minus 9 Alabama and uh, see what the market did. There, there would be some money for Michigan because they've got a huge, a huge alumni base, uh, and they would bring some money to the action. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and open Alabama as an 8-point favorite over Michigan. Good value on Michigan right now to win the national championship, mind you, as well. But so let's say Georgia wins. And they're facing the tide again. Rematch of the SEC championship. What does bookmaker Brent say? Uh, I'll make Bama a 10-point favorite. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because of uh, money will come hard Bama's way on that game because of how they dominated Georgia in the SEC Mm -hmm. championship game. Bryce Young figured out the defense. Assuming nobody gets injured, you don't lose, you know, Bryce Young after he wins the Heisman and comes to the game. You know, there's one, one Minus 5,000, Bryce Young. It's a real competition. One of, one of the interesting things about Heisman trophies, not so much recent, recent history, but back in the day, you won the Heisman Trophy, you lost your bowl game. Okay? It's just it's too much travel, too many interviews, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I guess they've managed to keep that more under control. And uh, Bryce Young, uh, he's going to be a runaway winner. I don't Plus, know. he's making a million dollars anyways with the NIL. He'll, yeah. he'll work up the speed. He should stay there for a fifth year at Alabama. (laughs) Uh, Let's say, though, Cincinnati, big dog in the semifinal, comes out, beats Alabama. They face Michigan in the natty. Well, that's that's a tough line if Cincinnati goes in there. Uh, Michigan be favored uh, just because it's Michigan, Big Ten. I, I might keep it under seven, six, six and a half. 
something like that. What about against Georgia? Could Cincinnati's offense move the ball on that D the way Bryce Young did? Yeah, if Cincinnati did? beats Alabama, you probably you might even have a shorter line if they're able to do what Georgia couldn't do. So now the dogs are going to be favored, you know, four to five in that in that category. But that that is the far tougher line to make. If Cincinnati should happen to upset Alabama. Dun dun dun. Listen, I love Brent Musburger, but he's out of his mind if he thinks that Alabama would be a 10-point favorite against Georgia in the national championship game. I'll tell you right now, Georgia and Alabama would probably be a pick in the national championship game. If anything, Alabama might be a one-point favorite. I mean, we're talking, this is going to be a pick If it were Georgia against Cincinnati, it's a double-digit spread. I would make it 13. Same thing as Alabama with the 13 and a half. If it's Alabama against uh, Michigan, Alabama's a touchdown favorite. If it's Michigan against Cincinnati, I think Michigan is six, six and a half point favorite. Those would be my lines. Alabama, Georgia, pick them. Georgia, 13 over Cincinnati. Alabama, seven over Michigan. And Michigan, six and a half over Cincinnati. That's Scott Seidenberg's spreads for a potential championship matchups in college football. We'll get to Thursday night football coming up next. The Vikings hosting the Steelers. Talk about the game. Talk about the total. We'll talk about the props as well. It's the look ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN holiday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Thursday night football kicks off week 14 and the final week in the regular season of fantasy football. I'm very upset because I was down 14 points. I need a win. I needed a win last week to clinch the number one overall seed in my fantasy football league. I was down 14 points going into Monday Night Football, and I had Stefan Diggs and Nick Folk. On any other day of the year, I get those 14 points. But because of the weather, we knew the situation going in. There was no moves I could have made. I actually had Damian Harris on my bench, but... I didn't have Diggs in my flex. Diggs was my wide receiver, uh, my wide receiver one. Anyway, I get 13 points. I lose by one. So now I need to win here in week 14 in order to clinch the number one overall seed. And I find out that Mike Williams is going to be out due to COVID. And without Keenan Allen as well, my quarterback, Justin Herbert, is going to be without his two top receivers. Not a good look. For week 14 in fantasy football for me. But let's just hope that I back into it. And if I, if I listen, if I don't get the number one overall seed, I get the two seed, I'll still get a first round bye. I'll be very happy about that. Let's take a look, though, at Thursday Night Football, the Steelers and the Vikings. The Steelers uh, are coming off a win against the Ravens. The Vikings coming off a loss against the Lions. Minnesota is a three-point favorite at home here in this one with a total of 44. Your game props for this one. For the quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger's total passing yardage, 255.5, with Kirk Cousins at 254.5. Right off the bat, I I, kind of like Kirk Cousins to go over this total. Um, The Steelers, keep in mind, excellent pass rush with uh, T.J. Watt. 
who is now your favorite to be the offensive, excuse me, defensive player of the year, leads the NFL in sacks. But Kirk Cousins, in his last several games, threw for 340 yards in a loss against Detroit, 238 yards at San Francisco, 341 at home against Green Bay, 294 against the Chargers, 187 in a loss at Baltimore. But then... 373 at Carolina, 275 against Detroit, 203, 323, 244, 351. There has only been, uh, out of the, what, 12 games that Kirk Cousins has played this year, and what I say his total was at 254.5. So 255 is what he has to get. There's only been one, two, three, four. Five games out of 12 that have gone under that total. I think Kirk Cousins goes over that total here on Thursday night football. Ben Roethlisberger, I'm going to go under that total. uh, But Kirk Cousins is the one that I like more so there. For your uh, running backs and your wide receivers, Najee Harris's total, 71 and a half. I'll tell you right now. If Najee goes over that number, Steelers have a really good chance to win this football game. When he has big-time running games, Steelers win. He had 71 yards against the Ravens in the win. In the loss to the Bengals, he only had 23 yards. In the loss to the Chargers, he only had 39 yards. He had 105 yards against Detroit, 62 against Chicago, 91 against Cleveland, 81 against Seattle, 122 against Denver, and then you're seeing in the losses, 62, 40, 38. So if he goes over, I think the Steelers are going to win. So that's one that's interesting. The receiving numbers here. Justin Jefferson is at 92 and a half. That's a big number for Justin Jefferson. And can he get to that number. Let's take a look at Justin Jefferson's last couple of games. He had 182 against Detroit, 83 against San Francisco, 169 against Green Bay, 143 against the Chargers, 69 against Baltimore, 21 against Dallas, 80 against Carolina, 124 against Detroit. So Kenny basically were asking, can he get over 100 yards? I think the answer is yes. The thing that you have to keep in mind here is that without Adam Thielen, he's the number one receiver for this team, and so he's the number one threat in the passing game that the defense is really going to key in on. And so because of that, can you bank on him to get over 100 yards? Now, the targets should be there. They should. Because, like I mentioned, with no Thielen, they should be, he, Kirk Cousins should target him a bunch. The other way you could look at it, at this, is to take a look at K.J. Osborne. And K.J. Osborne filling in for Adam Thielen here. And does K.J. Osborne go over 41-and-a-half? That could be interesting. Last week, he had uh, four catches on seven targets for 47 yards and a touchdown. Maybe that pulls him into an interesting play here. K.J. Osborne, that's an interesting, hmm, 41-and-a-half. Kind of like that. In fact, let's look at the touchdown props, which is always one of my favorite things to take a look at. What's K.J. Osborne anytime touchdown? Ah, plus 200. I wish it was higher. K.J. Osborne's at plus 200. Justin Jefferson, minus 105. Uh, Alexander Madison, minus 135. There's no real long shots here. Tyler Conklin is plus 225. So... Could that be one to take a look at? 
Conklin plus the 225. Conklin last week had seven catches for 56 yards. Uh, do you get a you know? Do you get a tight end touchdown? He hasn't scored since a couple of games ago against the Chargers when he had two touchdowns. So Tyler Conklin is at plus 225 for the Steelers. Najee Harris minus 135. You got hmm, Pat Fryermuth. Who's had a really nice season? He's at plus one ninety. Mm, no real, you know. There's nothing that jumps out to me that is like a good long shot bet. Hey, how about this? You know, Steelers defense plus six fifty. Vikings defense plus five fifty. We got a pick six in this game. We got a T.J. Watt strip sack fumble. I wouldn't bank on an interception from Kirk Cousins though, because he has been. Lights out when it comes to the touchdown turnover, touchdown to interception ratio. Kirk Cousins has thrown 25 touchdowns and only three interceptions. Ben Roethlisberger, 16 touchdowns, six interceptions. Of the other props, let's see. Um, hmm. Don't know if I like anybody else. No one really jumps out to me. I'd probably go with K.J. Osborne over 41 and a half. And uh think that that might be a top prop to play here in this game, thinking that the defense keys in on Justin Jefferson, frees up Osborne a bit. And I do like Kirk Cousins to go over his passing yardage prop, which means probably that uh, Justin Jefferson is going to go over his number as well. So uh, I think the Vikings win this game. Vikings going to play with a little bit of desperation. I know that the Steelers uh, are still mathematically in this thing, but it's going to be a much longer shot for the Steelers to make the playoffs. Uh, And and that was a big win against the Ravens, and the Steelers are going to play those tough games against their divisional opponents. Going on the road here to Minnesota, it's a tough place to play in that stadium. I think the Vikings, coming off of that loss to the Lions, have a little bit of a fire underneath them. Mike Zimmer coaching for his job, and uh, I expect them to play with with a little intensity here at home, and I would back them at home in this game, uh, laying the three points against the Steelers. I'd probably just go with the money line, though. It's only minus 165. Usually minus 160 is right around my threshold. Minus 165, not that bad of a juice to lay in this game. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter, at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. I'm going with the Vikings to win this game here, Thursday Night Football. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Bowl betting guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all the bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The game is designed to give the guide is designed to give you an edge on whether you're betting every game, playing contests, or you just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th, so make sure you get your copy today for only $19.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN. Uh, I got two uh, games that I'm going to be writing up for that uh, guide. Uh, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl with Central Michigan and Boise State. And the Sugar Bowl with Baylor and Ole Miss. Uh, already finished up the write-up on the Arizona Bowl, Central Michigan and Boise State. And uh, I'm working on the Sugar Bowl. And we'll have that uh, in the College Football Bowl betting guide. 1999 at vsin.com slash subscribe. That'll be released on the 13th. The first bowl games are on the 17th. Taking a look at uh, the action here for Thursday. There's a marquee college basketball game on the schedule. It is number seven, Texas at number 23, Seton Hall. Uh, Texas is a small favorite on the road, and I like Texas in this one, but if Bryce Aiken plays for Seton Hall, he's like one of their top scorers. I can see them uh, pulling off an upset here at home. They are undefeated at the Prudential Center this season. So that's something absolutely to keep an eye on. As I mentioned earlier, there are just three games on your NBA schedule. The Jazz at the Sixers, Lakers at the Grizzlies, Nuggets at the Spurs, and a more extensive NHL calendar as uh, we got a ton of games on the schedule, and the one that jumps off the page to me is the Islanders being a small favorite at home against the Predators. Um, Nashville is a better team, and the Islanders, well, they are bottom feeders right now. They lost 11 straight games. They have 17 points on the season. They just snapped their 11-game losing streak. At home this season, the Islanders have not won a game. They are 0-4-2 at the new uh, barn there at Belmont. The Nashville Predators are 14-10-1 this season. They have 29 points. But sometimes a line speaks to you. And the line spoke to me on Monday with the Islanders. Islanders, 11 straight losses on the road in Ottawa against the Senators who had won three straight. And the Islanders were favored. And the Islanders won. Sometimes the line speaks to you. And I think the line is speaking to me again. I think the Islanders get their first home win of the season here on Thursday. And I'll lay the small juice with the Islanders at home against the Predators. <laughs> it's crazy betting on a bad team. But sometimes you just gotta, you, you just got to feel it. Uh, you know, as we look ahead to what's going to happen the rest of this weekend in the NFL, obviously there are games with playoff implications on the line. The loser of the Steelers-Vikings on Thursday night, for all intents and purposes, is going to be eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, not mathematically just yet, but as close as you can get without mathematically being eliminated. The Ravens and the Browns. If the Browns lose this game, I, I just don't see them making the postseason. Now, if they win this game... Still a chance, and I think they have a very good chance of winning this game. If they lose, though, I don't know if they make the postseason. Uh, the Raiders, if they lose to the Chiefs, which they probably will, don't think that it's going to happen for them. Washington. Washington and Dallas is interesting because I've mentioned this several times before. Washington is the team in control of the NFC East. If they win out, they will win the division. The problem with Washington, and it's why I'm so hesitant to bet them, because I really do like them at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Or I did like them at home 
against the Dallas Cowboys. Logan Thomas, man, that injury is going to hurt Washington significantly. And so I just don't know if I could back them without Logan Thomas in this one. If they win without him, I'd be very impressed, and then I'd start to consider this team as a legit threat. Uh, not just, you know, not just to win the division, but as a team that could scare people in the postseason. Uh, the 49ers and Bengals, pivotal game for playoff positioning. If the Bengals win, not only do they got a chance at um, making the playoffs, but they still got a chance at the division, especially if the Ravens lose. And, you know, they might find that out. They're going to be warming up for their game, or it could be the first quarter, and especially at the half when they go into the locker room, someone will tell them. They'll know. Like, hey, uh, the Ravens lost. Ravens are now 8-5. and five. And if you win against the 49ers, you're also 8-5. and five. You got a chance to win this division. So that's something to keep an eye on there. Uh, the Bills and the Bucks. The Bills, still an okay position, even with a loss here. I talked about the possibility of Buffalo to miss the playoffs. But the more I get into it, the more likely it's going to be that, at worst, this team is 10-7, and seven, and that 10-7 and seven is good enough for them to get into the playoffs. I do have them losing this game. I do have them losing to the Patriots and Foxborough. If they lose any other of their remaining couple of games, then they will miss the playoffs. Right now, that bet is plus 350 for Buffalo to miss the postseason. Packers own the Bears, like Aaron Rodgers says. He owns them, and that game's not going to be close. On Sunday night, you can go ahead and you can watch uh, Yellowstone or Succession or whatever you watch on Sunday night. Uh, the Rams-Cardinals, what a game on Monday night. We're going to break that down on Thursday, on a Sunday night, Monday morning show uh, because that is, for the second week in a row, I mean, how lucky are we, right? We got two great Monday night games back-to-back. We had Patriots-Bills, and now we get Rams-Cardinals, two great Monday night football games. Uh, but as far as, you know, the underdogs are going this week, uh, we talked about the system plays earlier, the short road dogs, so underdogs of a touchdown or less on the road. The Steelers qualify here on Thursday night against the Vikings. Other short road underdogs would be the Falcons on the road, two and a half at the Panthers. Uh, the 40, uh, 49ers are favorite. The Bills would qualify as the short road underdog, and the Rams would qualify as the short road underdog. Of those teams, which do I see winning? I think the Rams could win on Monday night. I really do. Um, I don't think the Bills beat the Bucks. Bucks don't lose at home. In fact, if you take away the first game of the season against Dallas, and I know that's hard to do, but if you take away that first game of the season against Dallas, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are blowing teams out at home. Like, their margin of victory at home is well over 20 points. Beat the Falcons, 48-25. Beat the Dolphins, 45-17. Beat the Bears, 38-3. Beat the Giants, 30-10. Average margin of victory, well over 20 points, excluding that first game of the season against the Dallas Cowboys. So I don't think the Buffalo Bills win that game. But that doesn't mean that the Buffalo Bills are going to be out of playoff contention. So, uh, But right now, that's the Bucs game. The Bucs are the class of the NFC, even with the Packers playing so well and the Cardinals having the best record in the league. I think after this week, we will have a new number one, number one seed in the NFC. That's what I think. And it's going to be the Green Bay Packers because they have that tiebreaker over the Arizona Cardinals by virtue of that win. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. 
Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, the guys are still out at Foxwoods with the new DraftKings Sportsbook. So if you're in the area, be sure to go check those guys out. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, uh, former big man in the league, will join the program at 7.30 Eastern time. At 8 a.m. Eastern, Paul Stone, college football handicapper. At 8.45 a.m., Nigel Seeley, professional soccer handicapper. Let's go NYCFC in the MLS Cup on Saturday. At 9 a.m., DraftKings CEO Jason Robbins on the program. And then 9.45 a.m., Paul Charchian, fantasy football expert. Hey, do I pick up uh, Jalen Guyton now because uh, Mike Williams is going to be out with the COVID? Paul Charchian, give me that answer coming up on Follow the Money this morning. This is uh, The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. Thursday night football. Give me the purple people eaters at home. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is. This is. This is. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.